This episode of The Sleepover is, uh, it's not brought to you by Doritos. No, no. Enjoy. everybody and welcome back to this edition of the sleepover where we have gary sanders of mother's keeper a hard rock band based out of Birmingham, alabama is that correct gary yes it is that's all how you doing today i'm doing good it's really hot but other than that i'm i'm great oh, i'm yeah. not a summer guy i'm not a summertime guy at all <laughs> no one in the state of alabama is a summertime person I promise. no no it's it's a good one today for sure Oh, so t- tell us a little about about yourself. Uh, what all instruments do you play? Uh, well, for Mother's Keeper, I am uh, I'm the guitarist. I do a little bit of uh, backup vocals uh, on the recordings and and live. That's one thing about us. We have a, a really nice section of that with this band because you know we have Janessa, who's an amazing vocalist, and uh, Sean and I both have you know been lead vocalists and other projects so that's something we really got to uh, to together well on with this was uh you know we're doing just you know crazy harmonies and chord structures and that goes good but uh as far as me man i, I play a lot of stuff i mean i'm i'm not good at some of them but you know I, I i bang on a piano and sometimes can make some pretty decent music you know and you know and play a uh, play saxophone and a few woodwinds but you know i'm my specialty would be guitar if it's a specialty Right, right on uh do you play uh you said you play just guitar for mother's keeper uh do you are you in any other bands no not right now i'm, I'm not i'm uh i'm quite busy enough with this one it's uh it's uh all, all i really have time to do right now I've, I've i've had a couple offers you know to come in and do maybe some you know some some cover band stuff around locally but uh I, I, you know i wanted to do it because i want to play more but you know, it just really—I uh, don't—I don't want to take anything away from Mother's Keeper right now because it's going so well. I want to just, you know, just focus on it and, and see where it goes. What are your influences personally for the stuff? Are you one of the key songwriters in Mother's Keeper? Yeah, yeah. So far, you know, it's a—it's—it's a, it's a new thing, and uh, it was—you uh, know—I I just come up with this new music and uh i was very fortunate that the first people i went to were you know they they agreed to be in the band so i kind of you know handpicked all the good ones and uh but you know i just gave them these songs and they said here well i said here you know just do your thing with it you know this is just basically a a blueprint and we're not going to follow the instructions so do it your own way and you know and that is what you know has has made this music so great is that you know everybody's uh you know put their own way of doing things in you know just on top of this little song template that i that i had right on so uh so personally though who who influences you or what influences you are there any other anything outside of music that influences you and who in music has influenced the uh, writer well outside of music uh that there there's a there's a lot that i just just take in um, i'm a big uh really big into nature and i love to travel and that's where i do most of the songwriting is from behind a steering wheel 
I never listen to music on the road. Even, you know, we've, we've gone, you know, all the way to the furthest corners of the United States that you can go to. And this, you know, I've just got it going in my head all the time. So, you know, really what, what I see and what I experience, you know, you know, with the other senses is, uh, is, uh, where, where a lot of this music comes from. And as far as, uh, you know, listening to uh, other music, I've, I've just, I've got just a radio station in my head that goes, it goes on forever. And it goes from, uh, you know, I, I, I love Black Sabbath, you know, they're one of my all time favorite bands and love the Beatles. And uh, let's see, I really like my bloody Valentine from the, the, the shoegaze era back then, you know, they were a, a really big, uh, breakthrough to me. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm a fan of some jazz music, you know, I'm not crazy about, you know, the big band stuff, but, uh, you know, just, I like, uh, Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. They're amazing. That first album they've, they, they put out, I, I could listen to it every day for the rest of my life. It's, uh, you know, it's just, there's, there's just so much out there, you know, it's, it's like, I, I hear something, uh, I hear something new every day that, you know, it'll, it'll catch my ear and say, you know, it's, that's really cool. And then it'll be, you know, something that's, you know, brand new or sometimes 20 or 30 years old, you know, cause you know, there's a lot of music out there. Right. So, so tell us a little bit about mother's keeper and what it, what it is to you and what it should mean to everybody out there listening to this. Well, the name of the band is, you know, talking about the earth, of course, you know, we've got a lot of environment environmental issues going on right now. And, you know, when we get on stage, you know, we have a good time, you know, race hell, have fun, be a rock and roll band, you know, but, you know, when the song starts, you know, the, what the, what the words are saying are serious, you know, we have a, you know, just any, anything that, uh, anything that's going on, you know, with right now trying to make the, the earth healthier and preserve it, you know, we're, uh, we're putting that in, we're putting that into our music, into our lyrics, you know, we've got a song called, uh, Catch 22 on the first EP, which has almost been out for one year. That's Catch 22 is really focusing on, you know, you know, the plastic pollution in the water, you know, but it bounces back and forth, you know, and I, you know, writing the lyrics, you know, there's like, you know, double meanings and things, you know, it just really depends on the listener, you know, and what they get out of it. But, you know, that's just basically what the song's about. And there's the song Last on Earth. It's about the uh, O-O bird from Hawaii. Uh, what influenced that was I was watching a documentary of the people that tracked endangered species. And um, from the best that they know, they were there and had found the last one. And they, you know, recorded its song. I think they were uh, in with the Smithsonian Institute. I, I don't remember. It's been, a, it's been a while since I watched it. But uh, that, that song, Last on Earth, is, that's, that's what it's about. It's about that bird. And then, you know, they uh they found the bird you know and it, it died in that you know and it was you know stamped extinct you know and, and oh, they keep and they, they keep these uh in the smithsonian you know and you know they got a tag on their leg you know laying there in their little drawers where they keep all these animals and it says last one so that's where that one come from but uh, the new uh the new thing we're doing uh actually going to finish it up uh monday and it's uh it kind of gets away from the uh, environmental issues, you know, and talks more about, uh, you know, just obstacles we, you know, go through day to day, you know, through life just to, and what we can do to get through that and make ourselves and, you know, help others be better people. You know, it's a, 
you know, it, it, it's, it's expanding. It's, it's, it's really getting into all kinds of great things to write music about. Right on, man. That's a real positive message you guys get going for you. Yeah, it is. It really is. And I, and I like, I like doing that because, you know, I was, I, I started out, you know, playing in a, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I was in metal bands and stuff, you know, everybody was rebelling against their parents and, you know, refused to get haircuts, you know, and, and you know, but, you know, that's cool music. I still listen to it and I still love it. You know, I, I love the old metal stuff and all that, but it, this is, uh, I guess this is the first thing I've been in that's really trying to, you know, just to, to push something that, you know, everyone, you know, would benefit from, you know, if we just took steps and did things a little bit different. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely correct. Um, so speaking about your past and everything, can you tell us, uh, about the first band you were ever in? Do you remember the first band you were ever in? And do you remember the first show you ever played where that was and how it went? Oh, wow, man. That's, I'm, I'm not a young man, so that's been <laughs> a while back, but, uh, no, I see, uh, I was, uh, I was in a band when I was around, uh, you know, 16 years old. We, uh, it's actually, I, well, before that I was, I was in a, in a band for a short time with a guy with our uh, producer and engineer who's recording us, uh, Brett Hessler. We, uh, we were just, you know, doing a garage band thing and, you know, played little local stuff. You know, none of us were old enough to get into bars and it was just a, basically probably the same story that everyone has, you know, back, you know, when they were around that age. But, uh, the, the real thing I got going, uh, uh, was, uh, standing damage that, that first, we did, we did three albums and that first one come out in 2000 and man, I, I couldn't remember of all the places we run around and play, you know, anywhere we could drive to on a weekend and be back in time for work Monday morning, you know, but we, we played all over the place and it was, it was really cool. It was, a uh, it was like a more of a melodic, type of metal you know had a lot of keyboards in it and that was with uh terry alders and jason helms they're in a band called uh, inclination of direction now and uh, those two guys were in it and uh jeremy johnson he was uh also the guitar player for standing damage and i played a uh, lead guitar and vocals for that and that was a cool thing and uh for a while i was out of music i had some uh health stuff going on you know some nerve trouble in my uh my arms and hands and had a few surgeries to try to fix that up so it was about six years i was uh I was kind of down from that, you know, playing guitar was my, uh, was my physical therapy, you know, getting over that. And then, uh, you know, that after all that was over, I was back at it again and, you know, doing cover bands and some just little side home recorded projects, which come out pretty good for something homemade, you know, but, uh, mother, mother's keeper is probably, this is the, this is the, uh, first full band, uh, project that I've, that I've done in quite some time. So what's your, what's been your most memorable show that you ever, you've ever played with Mother's Keeper? Oh, wow. There's been some good ones, man. They've all been good. Let's see. Most memorable, I guess. Uh, well, there's a place up here in Huntsville called the 11th Frame. And we had a hell of one that night. I mean, there were some great, great bands up. You know, you, uh, I, I see on your uh, list, you've talked to uh, Gary from Chi the Devil. And, uh, and, and they played at, the, at that one with us. And we've done, uh, we've done a couple of shows with them and, uh, you know, they just bring so much energy. It's always, it's always great to be with them. Uh, yeah. But that one, that one night, I believe it was back in February, you know, it was just, uh, you know, just a great crowd and people digging the music and, you know, I don't, I don't care how many people, you know, you can have 2000 people or 10 people. And if those 10 people are, are digging what you're doing and, and buying CDs and, and shirts, you know, I mean, that's, that's what you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to reach out and 
that make new fans. You might make one new fan one night. You might make a hundred one night. But I'd, I'd have to say that one was the most uh, memorable because you know, I mean, the production was great, lots was great. You know, just but uh, I, I'm probably speaking too soon because we're uh, we're opening for a uh, saliva this Sunday in Huntsville and. Uh, I got a feeling that this is going to be a really good one too. I'm really looking forward to it. That's going to be a really big show. Yeah. All right. Cool. We're pretty hyped up about it. Let's uh, let's throw a couple couple of curveballs at you. I like asking people because I like to hear everyone's opinions on, you know, their favorite artists and, you know, what they would like to hear and, you know, super groups and stuff like that. So if you could, uh, if you could take this, and a lot of people are like, oh man, I feel so arrogant to me. But if you could take anybody's spot in any other band, if you could join guys, whether it be just for one show or join as a permanent member, what band out there would you join and whose position would you want to take? Man, that is a tough question. Uh, I, I have to think a second. Cause there's so, so much out there that I like that's going on right now. I don't know. Uh, I, I always thought uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to do a gig with Ozzy Osbourne. I've always uh, loved his guitar players, you know, Randy and Jake and Zach, you know, they've just been such big influence to me. And, you know, I've, I've loved Ozzy's music. You know, I love Black Sabbath too, but you know, that was, there was a time, I believe it was back in the late nineties when Zach was dropping out or something as before the, you know, Gus G come in and I actually put together a demo and, you know, and sent to them. Of course I didn't hear a thing from it, but you know, I mean, I, I wanted it bad enough that I took the time to, you know, to make a demo and send it to him. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to play with Ozzy. Uh, let's see. I, 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 there's uh, maybe a, maybe Megadeth to see if I could tolerate working with Dave Mustaine for one <laughs> night. <you know? laughs> but, but he's another, you know, I'm a big Marty Friedman fan. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of his and, uh, and Jason Becker also, you know, I, th- those guys were are, are just, you know, two phenomenal players that, you know, changed the world of playing guitar. So. Just right off the top of my head, that, that's what I got on that. Yeah, I love Cacophony. Oh, man. It's really cool to hear you message. Yeah, how about Becker. That? Absolutely. <laughs> I actually helped uh, Friedman write a song on one of his solo records a few years ago. That was really cool. Yeah, I keep up with him. Uh, he's uh, He's got this uh, this this new um, album out, you know, which is which is just wonderful. And, you know, of course, he couldn't do nothing. Nobody wrote all the music to it. And it's it's, it's so amazing know that he's held on this long and uh and you know he's just uh he's just fought it and won you know i mean he might not uh he might not make it through this year or he may outlive me you know but you know it's just uh he's just an amazing person with an amazing spirit too absolutely and uh so let's uh next question uh you know we just talked about you know your dream gig so if you could put together a tour of any four bands that you wanted you know whether they're defunct or current or on hiatus or whatever and you know you can even have your band open for them what four bands in the world would you pick to put on your dream tour okay well first i'd have to pick mother's keeper because that's my favorite band right now. <laughs> so, so I, I, and i'm love and i'm loving it but uh yeah i'd like i'd like to do that maybe with uh you know black sabbath with bill ward oh, yes. mm. you know he he wasn't there were only like three quarters Black Sabbath on the you know the last little thing they did you know so of course I would I would have to have Bill Ward there with Black Sabbath because he's just as much Black Sabbath as anyone mm-hmm. and uh, I would uh, I would bring back Typo Negative 
because they're uh, they're 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 one of my one of my favorite bands of all time. You know that I've I've always loved everything they've did, and it's uh it, it's been a big influence in the past. Well, as it is now, you know, because I listened to them for so so long, and a part of when something becomes a part of you like that, you know, you just uh you just don't shake it off. You know, it, it just stays with you. You know, it's part of your soul, so you know you can you can hear it while you're listening to it. And that would be three. And I guess the next one would be, uh, I'll have to bring up my bloody Valentine again, because they're, I, I just love, I love those guys. I, we, we went all the way to Philadelphia to see them play at, um, at the Fillmore up there last year. And it was one of the most amazing bands I've ever seen live. So I'd hope to play first because they would be a hard act to follow. Right on. So we got, we got uh, mother's keeper, my bloody Valentine, no negative and, the original Black Sabbath would be your dream tour. Yeah. That sounds like an amazing dream tour. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Wonder how much that ticket would cost. Oh, <laughs> I'd sneak in. I'd have to. <laughs> you guys have to put me on the VIP <laughs> list if that ever happened. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about Mother's Keeper, your band. Do uh, you have any, any music out right now that people can get a hold of? You said you have an album up, coming up or – yeah, well, we're we're doing really good. It's uh, we we did an EP last year, and it was uh, it was released on July the 13th, and our first gig was on July the 29th, and we're just now finishing up another one. And uh, the the first one had five tracks on it, and the new one has five tracks on it, and we're going to uh, re-release the old one with this new one on vinyl, and it'll you know, and it'll be a a, a full length, you know, just a. Uh, the new one will be on one side and, uh, and the first one will be on the other. You know, the first one was just self-titled Mother's Keeper. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about it because it's coming together so well. Brett Hessler uh, just done an amazing job, you know, on both, on both of the, of the uh, recordings. So uh, we're, we're really looking forward to getting it out there. And it's, it's everywhere. It's on, uh, you know, Spotify, YouTube Music, Amazon. You know, we did the, the package deal that got everything, you know, just every distributor and platform you know you can you can go online and find it and uh you'll see reverb nation band camp and all that that's where the merch is you know shirts and stickers and stuff like that and when coming out this uh we have a tentative date for september being that uh all, all we like are uh bass tracks on two songs and vocals on two songs and that's happening monday so that'll be done and then you know after that it's out of your hands and you send it to all the other guys and then start making stuff and hopefully we'll have it all ready to go by uh by september maybe a digital release earlier you know just depending on how things go and how soon uh you know mastering and duplication can get it ready but i'm, I'm just saying right now about that we don't have an exact date but around the first week of september right on okay so you guys can look forward to that this coming september and uh Real quick, tell us where, where all can we find? You just mentioned that uh, you can find the first EP on a couple of websites. Uh, where all can people follow Mother's Keeper and, and keep track of what they're doing? Oh, it's on everything. Uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and of course Facebook. If if you don't have a band, if you don't have a band Facebook page these days, so you know all that has to be there. And really, that's the only reason I do social media is just called all this music stuff. I get quite bored with it and with it doing anything else. But yeah, the. Uh, the uh the facebook page and the the website you know that's the uh that's that's the main thing to go you know for where we keep it updated the most you know for you know upcoming shows and news on the new music and all that you know we we haven't released one second of anything new but uh that's going to be coming up really soon here in the next week or two uh we might you know throw a, throw a new clip out there and uh, kind of like we did last time it might be like 30 seconds uh 
on a on a video or sound clip or something just to give everybody a taste of what's coming up. It's quite different from the last one, but we're very, very happy with it. It's, it's, it's evolving into something of its own and it's, uh, it's going quite well. Right on, man. Well, hit me up, Daddy, because I'd like to check it out. I listened to you guys you know, after you uh, sent me the initial message and uh, I really dig it. So, uh, I wish I could go to that show and uh, you guys seeing saliva, but fortunately you know, duty calls. Gonna work, but... Well, uh, let's see what else was there. I had one more thing I wanted to ask you about. I think that might have been it. Well, uh, hey, uh, uh, real quick, tell everybody again uh, about this show with Saliva. It's this Sunday, you said, July 7th? Yeah, it is July 7th at Sidetracks Music Hall in Huntsville, Alabama. It will be Mother's Keeper, Seven Stone Ride, and Saliva. And doors open at 6, and the show starts at 7. And tickets are $17 advance and 20 days show. All right, hear that, guys. Get out there. If you get available that Sunday, that's going to be a whole show. Get out there and watch these guys perform because they they are awesome. Well, uh, you can check these guys out on Facebook, Instagram, all your social media. You can get on, you know, Spotify, Amazon, or uh, Amazon, Apple, iTunes, whatever they're calling their stuff nowadays. Check out their old EP. They got a new one coming out later this year. Uh, for Gary Sanders, this is Josh Fondren in Bedroom Studios and, of course, Mother's Keeper mention that real quick but uh gary anything else to say to the people before we uh wrap it up uh no we just want to thank everybody that's helped us have a great first year first of all the people who bought the music the people who have come to the shows and support and uh we'd like to meet more people and get some new fans uh, just uh, go to motherskeeper.net all the links to everything are on that one page we'll have a better website one day but right now it just does its job so go check it out and, uh, and thank you for uh having me on your uh, show absolutely today. man yeah uh, <laughs> this has been fun this has been one of the you know one of the better interviews i've got to do because I, i've been stumbling around on myself and uh, running my mouth so <laughs> yeah well, awesome <laughs> all right for gary sanders of keeper this is josh Fondren from bedroom studios good night everybody say goodbye gary night <laughs>